Hi, this is Pastor Louisa from the Rock Community Church. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Our hope and prayer is that you discover more of who Jesus is. Hello and welcome to the podcast today. I hope you're having a great day, whether you started it, you're ending it or in the middle of it. Today we'll be reading through 2 Corinthians 11. Awesome. So let's get straight into it. Now, please bear with me some of my craziness for a moment. Yes, please be patient with me. You need to know that God's passion is burning inside me for you because like a loving father, I have pledged your hand in marriage to Christ, your true bridegroom. I've also promised that I would present his fiancée to him as a pure virgin bride. But now I'm afraid that just as Eve was deceived by the serpent's clever lies, your thoughts may be corrupted and you may lose your single-hearted devotion and pure love for Christ. For you seem to gladly tolerate anyone who comes to you preaching a pseudo-Jesus, not the Jesus we have preached. You have accepted a spirit and gospel that is false, rather than the spirit and gospel you once embraced. How tolerant you have become of these imposters. Now I believe that I'm not inferior in any way to these special super-apostles you are attracted to, For although I may not be a polished or eloquent speaker, I'm certainly not an amateur in revelation knowledge. Indeed, we have demonstrated this to you time and again. Have I committed a sin by degrading myself to dignify you? Was I wrong to preach the gospel of God to you, free of charge? I received ample financial support from other churches just so that I could freely serve you. Remember, when I was with you, I didn't bother anyone when I needed money. For my needs were always supplied by my Macedonian friends. So I was careful and I will continue to be careful that I never become a burden to you in any way. As the reality of Christ lives within me, my glad boast of offering the gospel free of charge will not be silenced throughout the region of Achaia. Why? Is it because I have no love for you? God knows how much I love you. But in order to eliminate the opportunity for those super apostles to boast their ministry is on the same level as ours, I will continue this practice. For they are not true apostles, but deceitful ministers who masquerade as special apostles of the anointed one. That doesn't surprise us, for even Satan transforms himself to appear as an angel of light. So it's no wonder his servants also go about pretending to be ministers of righteousness. But in the end, they will be exposed and get exactly what they deserve. So I repeat, let no one think that I'm a fool. But if you do at least show me the patience, you would show a fool so that I too may boast a little. Of course, what I'm about to tell you is not with the Lord's authority, but as a fool. For since many love to boast about their worldly achievements, allow me the opportunity to join them. And since you are so smart and so wise, to gladly put up with the foolishness of others, now put up with mine. You actually allow these impostors to put you into bondage, take complete advantage of you, and rob you blind. How easily you endure those who in their arrogance destroy your dignity or even slap you in the face. I must admit to our shame that we were too weak to relate to you the way they do, but now let me dare you to boast like a fool. Are these super apostles of yours Hebrews? I am too. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they descendants of Abraham? 
Me too. Are they servants of the anointed one? I'm beside myself when I speak this way, but I am much more of a servant than they. I have worked much harder for God, taken more beatings and been dragged to more prisons than they. I've been flogged excessively multiple times, even to the point of death. Five times I've received 39 lashes from the Jewish leaders. Three times I experienced being beaten with rods. Once they stoned me. Three times I've been shipwrecked for an entire night and a day I was adrift in the open sea. In my difficult travels, I've faced many dangerous situations, perilous rivers, robbers, foreigners, and even my own people. I've survived deadly peril in the city, in the wilderness with storms at sea and with spies posing as believers. I've toiled to the point of exhaustion and gone through many sleepless nights. I've frequently been deprived of food and water, left hungry and shivering out in the cold, lacking proper clothing. And besides these painful circumstances, I have the daily pressure of my responsibility for all the churches, with a deep concern weighing heavily on my heart for their welfare. I am not aloof, for who are desperate and weak, and I do not feel their weakness? Who is led astray into sin, and I do not burn with zeal to restore them? If boasting is necessary, I will boast about examples of my weakness. The God and Father of the Lord Jesus, who is eternally praised, knows that I am speaking the truth. Once when I was in Damascus, the governor under King Aratus had his troops searching for me to have me arrested. But I was stuffed in a basket and lowered down through a window and managed to escape. Wow, so that is one full chapter from 2 Corinthians. I think Paul really paints a picture here of how he does go through trials and he's not alone and we're not alone. I think it's really powerful. I don't know about you, but I've definitely read this and heard this and imagined this in my mind. And so if you're joining for the first time or if you've been along for the beginning of 2 Corinthians as well, I just want to give you a moment to process what you've heard and ask the Holy Spirit maybe where he wants to talk to you today, where he wants to reveal his truth to you. And maybe for you today, this is something hard to put into practice to learn from. Maybe you checked out and resigned from listening. Maybe there was something that caught your attention and that made your ears stand up and go, ooh, what's that? I think this passage is so dense. It's full of so many themes and different circumstances and stories and images that we can take away from this. But something that stood out to me today and maybe stood out to you as a challenge is in verse 14 it says that it doesn't surprise us for even Satan transforms himself to appear as an angel of light. So it's no wonder his servants also go about pretending to be ministers of righteousness. And it says there at the end that they will be exposed and get exactly what they deserve. I think this is a really important thing that maybe you and I can take away is that there is competition and they are trying their hardest to perform at the same level that God is in our lives. And I mean, for Satan to transform himself to appear as an angel of light, that must mean that he's pretty intimidated by God. Maybe just sit with that. Just think about that, that he, even he is scared and intimidated of God. And so what it looks like to be on God's side, to believe in God, to love God, to know God's love in our life. 
That would be impenetrable. That would be something to come towards and be scared of. Awesome. Well, uh, we'll just pray and then we'll get into the rest of our day wherever we happen to be. Dear God, thank you so much that when we choose you, we get to be on side with you and you're on side with us. Thank you that you are so glorified and so holy and so, so big and just incredible that even Satan is scared of you and, and fears you and is intimidated of you. I just ask that when we go through our day today or tomorrow and this next week, that if we feel anxious or fearful or anything like that, that we could just turn to you and say your name and know that Satan, the devil, the intruder, he's running the other direction because he's scared of you, God. So just thank you for where you have provided, where you are providing and where you will provide in taking away that anxiousness, that fear, the mental games that we play in our head that Satan tries to creep in and take over. Thank you that you're always with us. Thank you for this reading today. Amen. Awesome. Well, I hope you have a great day and the rest of your week and I'll see you next time maybe. Bye. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Don't miss future episodes. Click follow to subscribe and share with a friend. Have a great day. Thank you.